Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time, time sports, sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number three of Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. The doctor of football, Dr. Fitzgerald Hill. I'm Randy Rainwater from Central Arkansas. It's time for Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot. Coach, good afternoon. I got to tell you, I got frustrated last night because I was trying, not because of the way that Arkansas was playing against Greensboro. But it was because of a saying that you had, and I could not put it into the proper context. It was something about, I'd rather have a bumpy ride than I would. Raggedy raggedy ride. Raggedy Raggedy. ride. Okay. Then a smooth, smooth walk. Especially if I got to go 10 miles in the snow. I ain't going to have no cool walk going that far. Give me the raggedy ride. That's that's what it means when I come to basketball. Winning the game ugly is the most beautiful thing I know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because 10 years from now, they're just going to look at the score and say, well, Arkansas won that game. And when they're looking at the NCAA selections later, they're not going to look at margin of victory. They're going to look at numbers of wins, right? That's it. That's it. And, 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 and the only stat that means anything in reality is the first one you see is subject. Yeah. Win. That's, That's right. the most important stat of them all. Okay, I don't care so what the stats add up to being and how bad you look, did you win? That's the bottom line. They won. They suffered a season ending injury to one of their best players, a Trayvon Brazil. Yeah, they, they did win, but you think about losing a player of that caliber. They're a pretty deep team, but how do you overcome the um, the loss of that player's availability to your team? Well, you, you know, when, when you look at a team that's blessed with multiple talents, you know, sometimes you, you're adding instead of subtracting simply because the guys such as, the kid that was hurt Brazil yes okay he sits out and somebody gets some playing time that needs that playing time because Brazil may not need it so now instead of when I get Brazil back I got another guy fully ready to play also now an injury brought me two players that that, that doesn't make sense to a lot of people make a lot of sense to me (laughs) (laughs) 
Somebody's going to have to because he's, he's out for the season, so uh, somebody Who, will have who's to. Who's out for the season now? Brazil. He tore his ACL, so he's out for the year. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. I, I did not know that. Yeah. He, he's got a tremendous upside. Upside is just unbelievable. Uh, well, the only he, thing you do is hope that he can come back as soon as he possibly can, you know. Yeah. Even though it seems like it would be a year, it's all about having hope. The only, the only player I can, can come back. Yeah, the only player I can recall from your era that missed that long, like an entire year, was Daryl Hawkins, Wavy Torrey's Achilles. How, how, what was that rehab like for him, and how did you compensate for his loss the year he missed? Well, you know, as a, as a coach, we we don't we can't. We can't worry about what we don't have anymore. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we get caught up with that, especially with the fans, the media, and everybody. We get caught up with that, you know, what's going to happen. Uh, you know, Roger Crawford was so important to our basketball team. Yeah. And he got hurt in the Georgetown game, and we still went on to win the national championship. Well, a lot was betting, and I would be in that line saying, boy, if a key player goes down, and then somebody stepped in his spot and helped keep things going the way they've always been going. Well, that, that's the kind of thing that happened with, with uh, Hawkins, you know. He never he never stopped supporting his, his, his team, but knowing that he wasn't there, they were able to give probably more because he wasn't there. And, Coaches, and he got, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go. Ahead. I'm sorry, Coach. No, I'm through. Well, what I was going to say is, from from your perspective, from a coach's perspective, is there anything that you do special with the other players? To you mentioned, you know, one goes down that presents another opportunity for someone else. Is there something as a coach you can do to kind of force feed or or maybe get that player ready to go? Is immediate as possible well, well you know that's what practice is all about Greenwater. that's mm-hmm. what practice is all about you to me i've always tried to tell my players take your practice to the game mm-hmm. if you take your practice to the game with you you're going to nine out of ten times you're going to do the things that you normally can do you're going to do them right if you take your practice and if you take bad stuff and bad practices i don't care who's there and who's not there, you feel bad. Mm-hmm. You just don't, you don't do things. You know, again, one guy going down or two. If you have the kind of players that I, I think we have, he's pretty deep. It's going to hurt in, in some departments. You may not see those kind of dunks anymore, hmm. where you know where it looks like he got shot out of a cannon. Then there's a couple of other guys that have been sitting there. That this, it's, it's the same situation with the Smith kid. He was sitting out, and 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 he built so much wanting to play. Now he's he's full steam like a head, and, uh, uh, really, you know, really busting himself. Well, with this kid going down, somebody got a chance to to play more. Somebody, uh, there's more players got to play. It's going to get to play, hopefully. And that's what they've got to hope, and that that creates, like I said, an intense workout. 
being able to carry that to the practice floor with you. And you don't worry about the things you have no control over. You can't worry about the things you have no control over. You have no control over what happens to the young man. You have no control. But you do have control over the kids that can replace that guy. And that's all you're doing is pushing him or pushing them to reach their highest potential that you can get them to do. That's right. So when you mentioned Nick Smith Jr., last night was easily the best game he's had so far. We, we know he probably hadn't even come close to his potential. But watching him last night, did, could, you see in, could you see what everybody's been so excited about for having him play for the Razorbacks? I see why they were so, which one? Well, yeah, why, Nick Smith Jr., why people are so excited about him, because last night was by far the best he's played so far. The thing about it is, Rick, he's, he's going to, last night was just the beginning. Yeah. There's a chance for him to even get better and better and better as he get acquainted with the college game. He's he's ahead of him. He's a, you know, he's a freshman that are ahead, ahead of guys his age, his size, his quickness. I mean, he, he, got, he got so many things he can do already, and a lot of it is a God's gift. You know, he, he, he reads the floor so well. It's very unusual to have a freshman that can score like he can score and guard you. You know, the, the one or the other, one, one's going to be missing. This kid's got them both. And when you got both of them, you know, it makes you just a double-tough player to play I mean, he's going to strip you, rip you, just like he's going to rip you, strip you, and score on you on the offensive end. He's bringing both arsenals to the game with him. He's tough. And I see why. Go ahead. I was going to say, Coach, as, as difficult as it seems that Arkansas at times has had to be able to, to score points, on the other hand, even though they've only allowed a couple of games, opponents over 70 points in a game, typically it's been under 60 points a game, under Eric Musselman, and maybe this is when you're meshing this many players, this brand-new players uh, together to begin with, but there seems to be so much more they can do defensively, and within the next 30 days, because even before that, uh, Arkansas is going to jump into conference play against LSU. What would be the normal expectations that you would expect defensively, improvement-wise, from Arkansas? Well, the thing that I, that I don't I don't set a a, a particular goal. Mm-hmm. In other words, the first goal that I always try to do is get my guys in the best shape possible. Because as time goes on, you start to burning, and just like anything else, you can burn out at the wrong time. Use that in March and April is over with. But but you know you, you you can't you can't set a timetable. I couldn't set a timetable on what's going to happen. All I knew is that I wanted to play the best game the next game. The next game up, let's let's play better than we played the game before. It's kind of like, I'll be a better man today, and if you make it back tomorrow, if the good man brings us back, well, let's be better than we were the day before. And, and to me, that 
that set goals for me. Uh, please let me be a better coach today. Let me do the best job I can do today. And if I live through and get back tomorrow, then it gives me a chance to be better than I was that day. Hmm. And that, you, you, to me, you build on that aspect of the game. It becomes a mind game. Well, they have got length and I think better than average quickness and uh, I think they can be physical if need be uh, in, in regards to pounding the basketball, particularly Kamani Johnson and the Mitchell twins. I think they can be extremely, extremely physical if need be. In fact, last night Mitchell arguably had his best game in his career, double-double. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think if he had played more minutes, he might have reached or come close to 20 rebounds in a, in a single Name game. Name in front of the jersey doesn't mean anything anymore. Everybody can be upset. Oh, they, they played North Carolina Greenberg. They can North Carolina got some players. Mm-hmm. And, and, and just because the scores the way they were. Did we lose, Oops. Coach? Well... I think we did for the moment anyway, didn't we? Maybe we can dial him back, whatever we need to do to get him back up. But, you know, I, 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 I'm I, dropping, and okay. let's try to get Coach Richardson okay. back. Yeah. Back, back, to, back to Coach's point he was talking about, I think, you know, right now, when you, if the, the talent level for, for, for players, for regardless of Power 5 or Group of 5 or, or whatever, I mean, in basketball, to his point, Everybody has good players, and just to get a win and grind out a win uh, in any level, which I've I've just been observing, even on TV and watching, you know, it, it's 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 special. Winning is hard. I don't care who you're playing, and so you have these expectations that you're going to blow out people, and people come into Bud Walton and come into your arena. They're trying to upset you. They're they're excited. So he coaches right on that point, guys. Let's hear from Tim real quick. Tim, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, guys. How y'all doing today? Doing great. From what I've seen of the team, I mean, they've got all kinds of weapons on that team, even when they and they trade out. So when I played ball, and, and, and I'm talking baseball, I always tried to play better than the player in front of me or the day before, like Coach did. Mm. So, I mean, I think we have a chance to go a, 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 a even – Further than the, you know, yeah, the Sweet Sixteen and all that other stuff. Yeah, it's still a really good team. It's still a really good team. And yes, uh, and I think, and I think, you know, LSU's going to give them a run for their money. But I think if the guys buckle down, they're going to they're gonna beat them. Well, that's an early game, isn't it? Didn't Arkansas play LSU pretty early in the schedule? Yeah, very so. first game of conference play. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's, yeah. that's about as early as it gets, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, they beat them. They, they're going to they're gonna be on a high for a little while. Yeah. Well, you know, again, as we've all said, Thank when the goes down, the best thing okay. is Ar- Arkansas has got 13 players, 13 scholarship players. They've got 12 left. And we might even see maybe the, the, the second Mitchell ends up playing well. Uh, obviously, Makai has really taken advantage of his – opportunities lately maybe his brother comes in gets some opportunity and and all of a sudden you say wow where's he been well they schedule the way it is set up 
and I'm sure part of that is because of semester test. But yeah, yeah. Uh, you have Oklahoma next, which is yeah. on Saturday. Right. And on the 17th, which is seven days later, at uh, Simmons Arena in North Little Rock, Arkansas, will take on Bradley. Do you think Arkansas the, can beat anybody at Simmons Arena? It just seems like that's been a struggle, hasn't it? Uh, they've been scheduling the Boston Celtics and the Lakers for whatever reason. <laughs> Last year they uh, scheduled Hofstra and didn't win. Yeah. yeah. Then uh, December 21st is the last of the non-conference games with the exception of the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Mm-hmm. And then uh, 21st, UNC Asheville, another alphabet school. Then on the 28th, Coach, it happens Baton Rouge, and that is the LSU Tigers. So what do you think about starting the conference season in December, Coach? That was something that never happened when you were there. What, what do you think about starting it that soon? I wish back in those days that we could have started in December. Really? I mean, it, yeah. I, I mean, you know, once I enjoy watching the games or playing, playing the games where if if I'm if I got an opportunity to play, say North Carolina, or one of the ACC's top dogs, three or four of them, and and we're all playing that type of schedule, that's when basketball is at its best when teams are playing teams that are that mean so much. And you you've got quite a few teams now. Uh, uh, I mean. The, the non-conference is not like it used to be, I don't think, because because of the NIL and the, uh, the, the where you can sit out, don't sit out and go play, you know, with another team. You you play one year with the team that you beat, and the next year you own that team that you beat. <laughs> you know, it, it's just a new new ball game. So December, what difference does it make? You're playing good teams now, basically at the entire season started early hopefully you can finish finish it uh, early enough to get prepared for the, what i call the second season which is tournament season mm-hmm. that's when you want to be playing your best there's that's no right. question yeah. of that um coach we we have dr fitzgerald hill with us and I was kind of teasing uh, a little bit when I was said on December 28th, Baton Rouge, LSU. He's got a son, Juice, that is uh, playing for the LSU Tigers. So I got to believe that it's going to get kind of uncomfortable here on Drive Time Sports at times. Do you not not believe that? <laughs> Thank hey, hey, Doctor Hill doesn't never get excited, man. Did you you know? Did you know? You don't know his background. He, he, he. You don't. You, you, you can't tell when he's ahead or behind. <laughs> that man's ice water. Uh, yeah. Does that mean we yeah. can't tell who he's pulling for in the game? No. Yeah. That's that's without question. The blood blood is thicker than water. I'm telling you. I I, I love Arkansas. My degree's all on my wall. But I'm telling you, ain't that a, you know when 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 Cynthia birthed that boy to me, which we had prayed to have a son and. And God blessed me with the sun, and and uh, there there is there is you know we nothing can replace that. Nothing can replace nothing, that. Nothing. Does Arkansas nothing, play yeah. LSU twice this year? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you get you get two times. All yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. But it's exciting. Hey, it's all in competition, as Coach That's knows, right. and 
and um, you know, it's it's um, it's something. He's he it's it's a it's a challenge. It's kind of like what coaches said. Hey, you're not playing a team. You're trying to be the best that you can possibly be when you play, and that's what I challenge him is to, you know, to continue to get better. What was so interesting, guys? Uh, I don't think I had I talked about it, but. Justice played against Desi in the Cayman Islands, and that was something because they were AAU. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. so, so you know, to Coach's point, Desi started Arkansas, went to Arkansas State. Now he's, you know, played a great game at, 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 you know, at Kansas State. We played him in the championship, and it was a very controversial ending. But, you know, just to go to see those two guys out there talking, two Arkansas guys that played for the Arkansas Hawks together, and then to be to be defending each other out there was just it was it was it was it, it was crazy to see and they were talking to each other you know whole time but just that level of competition and see Desi to find a spot and to be comfortable and the coach justice to follow his coach down there and have the opportunity you know to play in the SEC you know we we don't take God's blessings for granted it's well put well placed well said well and uh, and, and like you said blood thicker than what and I'm guessing, Coach, it would be uncomfortable for you. I, you know, I'm sure you pull for Arkansas every time they play, but if they played St. John's, you'd probably have a little conflict there because Mike Anderson's the head coach. It better be. Mike's just been around me all his life. Looks like it. I got him as an 18-year-old, 19-year-old young man and watched him as not only a player but to also become an assistant and watch him become a head coach and still hadn't had a losing season. That's 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 remarkable. Absolutely remarkable. And I just, I'm very proud, very proud of Mike, as I am with the other guys too that, that are in the coaching profession. I'm very proud of. Him. Coach, hang on. We got to take a break. That's Coach Nolan Richardson. Thanks to our good friends at Slim Chickens. Well, I can see some of those wings right now. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. It's time for Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot. Rick, uh, I've uh, I've got a set in sackcloth and ashes, Coach. Same thing with you. Uh, this from our Asher Record Service Company Life and Feedback. Cody says, "You do exist." Listening live here in Northwest Arkansas, Rogers specifically. Last Friday, Randy said, "We don't know they exist and probably don't listen." Nolan said the same thing when I spoke to him. We listen. And we love what we hear. Go Hogs. So, thank you, Cody. We do know that we have one in northwest Arkansas in the presence of Cody and Rogers. Let's talk with uh, Razorback Bob. Robert, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for the coach? I sure do, Randy. Maybe two or three, but let me say first, good afternoon to you and Rick and Doctor of Football. Hope y'all are having a blessed afternoon. And Coach Richardson, never never had the privilege or opportunity, but it's an honor to speak with you, sir. Um, I wanted to tell you, a couple of days removed from Arkansas Razorbacks being in the NCAA tournament up in Utah, 
was building a deck on the back of Paul Hill's house, and he told me, he said, Bobby, I'm afraid we're going to lose our coach. And I said, well, Paul, who who are we going to get? And he said, I've got to go to the studio and do a tribute to Eddie Sutton and introduce um, our new coach. And I said, well, who is he and where is he from? And I wanted to tell you that, man, I remember those days watching the Razorbacks play on Channel 7, January and February, just be cold and watching the Razorbacks. And I absolutely love your defense. And, you know, I remember when the three-point shot came out, how exciting that was to add to the game, and you hit a couple of threes. But some of those teams that you had, you had such quick guards, Alvin Robertson and Daryl Walker and Mayday. There was nothing more exciting for me when there was 30, 40, 50 seconds left in the game, we may be up by one or down by one. And, man, those guards were so so quick, and they'd steal that ball and run down there and, and, and slam the <laughs> dunk that ball. And, you know, those are some times that we will never, never, ever forget. And I just wanted to tell you I, I appreciate the service that you gave to the university and all the memories that you gave the Razorback fans. Thank you. Thank you, thank you very much. Uh, you mentioned two guys that I wish I had a had had a coach, Alvin Robinson and Daryl Walker. They they were they were right before I got to the University of Arkansas. I wish I had had those two also with that group because you're right. They they were some of the most exciting guards guard play that uh, Arkansas. Have had have had in, in many many years. So I, I appreciate that. I thank you so much, and, and I give all the glory to the good men up there. But I also love to say the coaches that I had had a lot to do with the success that we had from our defense. Alvin and Daryl could have played for you, Coach. They'd have loved it. Could with your defense, uh, they might yeah. have they might have both led the nation in steals in the same year. They might have been one and two. Yeah, they were they were awfully good. I I, uh, I remember, you know, Daryl them won the national championship the year after we won. We had just won the national championship, and I think the fifteen uh, won it the next year. So I got a chance to follow him. I almost thought I had a chance to get to uh, Daryl, but but I, I, the guy that also was a monster during that period, of course, that's before the that's you know Sydney and and, and Boothead and that bunch. Uh, we're gone, and of course that's when the Alvin Robinson I, I thought was probably uh, you know you could compare him to what I would compare uh, Beck to, to a guy like Alvin. Yeah, um, was, Tough. Was a very dominant player. He was dominant. He was a dominant guy. Randy, I'm going to get off here. God bless y'all. Y'all have a good evening, and uh, Coach, I, I, I hope you're still enjoying your horses. I I've heard that you you got a heart for horses and got some good ones. So God bless y'all and enjoying the show, Randy. Thank you, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Thanks very much, Bob. I appreciate those comments. You know, we were talking a little bit before we left about say if Arkansas played St. John's, and let's hope that doesn't happen. We never get, we were only on thirty minutes last week, so I never had a chance to ask you on the air. You you watch St. John's play a lot. How are they this year, and how's Mike doing up there? 
pretty good. Matter of fact, they're playing uh, on on Fox this as we talk uh, against the Paul. Their their opening game of uh, conference play. You know, everybody's they they getting all these conferences are opening up. Wow, and playing some conference games. Goodness. And uh, right, right now, this record is eight one. Got beat the other night. Not very. Iowa, I believe it was Iowa State. Told him you don't do anything to hang your head over. Yeah. They beat North Carolina also, <laughs> so they they are a very good basketball team. That uh, get a chance to watch them and watch the Razorbacks. Uh, I wouldn't like to see them play each other. Uh, the, the guards that they have is, is pretty good, but I take the guards that uh, that uh, I call him Super Coach. He's a guy that, and that's here. He's got some very, very good guard play. Very, very good. Maybe two of the better guards in the country. You missed Coach, let's, uh, okay, let's, talk, ahead, Randy. Sorry. let's talk with Kane. Kane, good afternoon. You have a question or comment no, for the coach. Man, doing yeah, great. I want to let, let you guys know that uh, Coach Richardson coached my nephew, Ali Thompson, back in the day. Yes. You right. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here watching uh, Coach Anderson's team right now. But uh, yeah. Coach, I, uh, uh, Pat Bradley brought your name up earlier today. He said that a uh, ugly, uh, ugly win is a good win. <laughs> I think that's your old saying. Uh, raggedy ride is better than a smooth walk. Mm. If you got to go ten miles in the snow, it's even much better. So so. You know, I'd rather win ugly than to lose beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's saying. But I think yeah. I actually got something, Brandon. I'm going to get off of basketball for a second. Uh, how can a player be unanimous first team and on the second team, he's, uh, on, he's just ranked on the second team? How, how does that go? You're talking about Rocket Sanders yeah, on I'm two, di- on two different teams. Yeah, one, one's one's unanimous. The other one, the second team. Uh, we we don't know. I uh, have no idea how that could be. It's ridiculous. Should be first team. They don't. Oh, they not give Arkansas no kind of respect at all. Well, but Coach um, Richardson, I want to thank you for bringing those guys back and continue to support Arkansas. So. Congratulations again and happy holidays. Same to you. Thanks, Thanks Kane. Thanks, Kane. Always good to hear from you. I don't. I don't know whether or not Kane is still Texas uh, Texas oh, fan so. or not. Oh yeah. Yeah. You, you never know. He kind of goes <laughs> back and forth. Uh, but for the moment, I'll. I'll, I'll Consider him to be an, an Arkansas Arkansas fan for this uh, hey, for this particular moment. Hey, Randy, do you mind yeah. if I give a little information that's happening here of Central Arkansas basketball that Go. the the first community bank is presenting the Charles Ripley Holiday Basketball Tournament, which will be December eighth, ninth, and tenth. And in the field, we have Little Rock Southwest, Pine Bluff, Central, 
Little Rock Catholic, Hall, Bryant, Parkview, and Mills. So this is, I want to say kudos to First Community Bank uh, for uh, underwriting this tournament. That will be at the Little Rock Southwest High School. A portion of the proceeds go to the Little Rock School District Athletic Foundation so we can continue mentoring our kids in the community and, and um, connecting them to academic achievement so uh, we can create a safer community. So I just want to holler out. If you don't have anything to do on December 8th, 9th, and 10th, it's going to be a lot of basketball, ball call taking place in, in, in Central Arkansas this week. Get out and support our high school basketball players. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, I thought it was fantastic, Doc. You probably noticed this, but uh, there was a tournament that just wrapped up at uh, the Jack Stevens Center. And I don't know if that's its first exposure ever to high school basketball, particularly a tournament, but I think that's fantastic. I know they're using the the new Little Rock Southwest yep. venue quite a bit, and that's fantastic. I mean, that's, that's equally as impressive, but uh, I just think it's great. Yeah, in honor, in honor of Coach Rip, you know, who was my athletic director at Arkansas Baptist mm-hmm. College. And so, you know, we'll be having a One Rock uh, luncheon here soon. And First Community Bank has just really been huge stepping up in the community. Football equipment for our youth program has just, the prices have just been crazy with post-COVID. You know, you use it could, could, could um, uh, uh, outfit a, a young man for $300. Football helmet, pass, and everything. Now the helmets alone uh, cost you right at 200 bucks. Wow. Wow. Goodness. Coach, if you're not aware, Pitts has done a great job in central Arkansas of getting young kids in uh, football programs, which uh, obviously if you're involved in athletics, you are less prone to do things that you shouldn't do. And, and Pitts has just done a magnificent job with that. Thanks, Rick. That's Appreciate wonderful. It. That's wonderful. We need, we need more Pitts doctors like that <laughs> for our kids. You know, that they need, there's a lot of help out there that needs that needs the kids that need some help in becoming who they need to be. And uh, guys like this would certainly help us trying to straighten out all the wrongs that are being done. Well, Coach, when we get back, we need to talk about the Yvonne Richardson Memorial Fund when we get back. All right, Rick Schaefer, the doctor of football, Dr. Fitzgerald Hill. I'm Randy Rainwater. Coach Nolan Richardson returns in a moment. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports here at the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, the doctor of football, Dr. Fitzgerald Hill. I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be rejoined again by the coach, Nolan Richardson. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. And Coach uh, Randy mentioned right before the break, wanted to hear a little bit about the Yvonne Richardson Foundation. Uh, You had your golf tournament this year. How did that go? And uh, tell us how our listeners can get involved if they choose to get involved with the, the uh, Yvonne Richardson Foundation. Thank you, Rick. Uh, you know, our, our tournament went very well. We had a, a capacity group uh, of golfers to go off uh, this this past season in our golf tournament, which was held at, at the uh, Springdale Country Club. Uh, in September, you know, and, and I, 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 I shout out to some of the, the sponsors on these some of the shows we're doing. We, you know, we certainly like to thank the Stevens Group and Karen Biggs and Kagi's Specialties, uh, our major kind of major sponsorship. How oh, they helped us so much, uh, along with John Davis, 
Wednesday, and Thursday. Then we had some big time helpers in Mickey and Larry Brenner, which is also been an insurance company. Uh, Steve Smith and Alan Dunnabar, who big time and contributed to that program that we have in order to help those who are best fortunate. You know, we we have probably a total of over 15, I think it's over 15 uh, charities that we try to donate to. And I just mentioned a few. Northwest Arkansas Children's out here while we were waiting. Animal League of Washington County, Yvonne Richardson's Community Center, Make-A-Wish Foundation, a couple of them, one in Fayetteville, one on the Rock, the Humane Society of the Ozark, Arkansas Children's Hospital, and this goes on and on, but we try to help quite a few individuals that we help their families. Uh, we help the families in many ways, even in, in death, we, we help families out. So what, what we have been doing since the Yvonne passed away in 1987, when she uh, passed away, uh, we started a foundation the following year, and it has been nothing but help, 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 and we've been able to get that. And thank you very, very much. The way you can get involved, Yvonne Richardson Memorial Foundation, uh, located the address is 4057 North. Humont Road, and uh, that's in Tawnytown, uh, Arkansas. Uh, Seven two seven zero four. Any any amount is accepted. Any part that you can donate is totally accepted to go toward helping those who are less fortunate. Uh, thank you for letting me be. Well, Coach, I I didn't know this last week. Uh, went to the mailbox last week after our show. One of the organizations that uh, the Yvonne Richardson Foundation helps is Champions for Kids. My wife's involved with that, and we're very grateful to you. So I can publicly thank you. I haven't had a time to private. I had a chance to privately thank you, but thank you for that gift. And Champions for Kids, Randy, what is a? It's operating a, a smaller than it once did, but it's they're still in the schools. They have a program called Reading Champions or Finish Strong. I finish strong, to where and the uh, Richardson Foundation helps fund this. To where they go into the schools and you know, obviously teachers know how to teach reading and Fitz would understand this too. They teach reading, but when you're dealing with high poverty kids, they're not always getting the support at home that they need or the incentive to. Um, to read, and so Champions for Kids provides incentive. Go in the classroom and say, if you hit these certain levels, then you're going to get rewarded for that, and it's been a big success, and the Yvonne Richardson Foundation helps fund that. So, Coach, thank you very much for that. Yeah, absolutely. There have been, been very good success there because, you know, you look at, and Fitz could sure talk to this, you look at the, uh, especially the, uh, the Arkansas schools and through COVID and all that, Reading, the the ability to read is down, math skills are down, and so anything that we can do to incentivize kids to read at a higher level is going to benefit them in every subject that they take. Yeah, absolutely. 
And, and coach, you know, you set such a standard of giving back, and and yes. to, to 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 the point that what the reason I am here. I never thought I'd still be here. I thought I was gonna go back into coaching, but but the Lord has called me out of that as as a, into this to to the need of, of of reaching out and touching those. So your 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 standard for doing that, and I was just sharing with the reporter the other day. I said, you know. And, and, and I'm doing a little study right now. I said, if you think back, Rick, Rick will know Randy as well. But when I asked a reporter, I said, when was the last time a o, OU football coach was coming to Pine Bluff to recruit a student athlete? I said, I just want y'all to think about that. Probably I've been very just, Switzer. Very Switzer. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. But I'm just it's saying, it's been a while. And I, I was down there on the state board looking at some things in, in, in the Pine Bluff School District and trying to look at, at – at Arkansas is right now the fourth most dangerous state to live in the United States of America. Mm. And it's because of crime in Pine Bluff, Little Rock, and North Little Rock. And if you go back and look at the population of recruits and the number of murders that we're having and the people who are being murdered, I keep saying we have to invest in the least of these to get the best of everything for our state and 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 our our student population i said i was talking to james rouse with six and gold i said where's the next james rouse at where's the next cedric cobbs at where where are other kids i said they're still around here but they're not participating in athletics but we're getting a murder every other day so we have to be intentional about this crisis this epidemic of the number one cause of death for black males a one to 44 is homicide it's not it's not cancer it's not. It's not health. It's not heart disease. It's homicide, and it's throughout homicide. the country. And we must yeah. address this. And the platform to do it. The only time you hear about African American being being murdered is if he's a rapper or athlete. And, and I'm telling you, and, and it happens 25 times a day in the United States of America, black males are murdered, and it's crickets. And so we must use the platform to do that and talk about it and expose this epidemic that's just running rampant throughout our country because I have a grandson that's three, I have a son that's 22, I have a son-in-law that's 29. Statistics tells me if they don't make the 45, it's because they will be a victim of gun violence. Now, mm. this is wor- this is worse than a third world country that we're looking at in our communities. And if we don't talk about it, we can't fix it. And you know, that's why I applaud Susan G. Race for the Cure, because why breast cancer is the number two cause of death for uh, for females, the number two cause. And, and I've seen stadiums all over the country, pink football stadiums and people doing. But when it comes out to this crisis within our community that, that, that people have to go, and, and, and I'm talking to mothers, their son murdered in the crisis that we have, athletics, I believe, is the platform to address that. So I appreciate what you're doing, Coach, and what Rick was saying, that's what we're doing. But we have to address this issue because when you start looking at the players, there are not 10 players coming out of Arkansas anymore, but it's not because we stopped having babies. Right. Right. Coach, we got to say goodnight. We always love our time with you. That's Coach Snowden Richardson. Thanks again to Slim Chickens for making that possible. For the doctor of football, Dr. Fitzgerald Hill, Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Buzz Animal Cruelty, spay and neuter your pet. For the Buzz Radio Network, so long, everybody.